ago this was um uh, i don't know you know i'd say uh, within the last 10 years within the last 10 years everybody within the last 10 years i have done something on more more than one occasion uh that always astounded jamie jamie always got she was, I don't want to say Jamie got mad, but Jamie was uh, un, unpleased or uh, n nervous that I did these things. Stu, what did you do? What did, what did you do? <laughs> well, I gave strangers a, a ride in my car. Uh, yeah, I you know, every once in a while, uh, even though I know the majority of people think I'm a fucking cocksucker, and it's weird because today I was getting a lot of that fucking cocksucker vibe on Twitter, and uh, there's a lot, I'm going to tell you everybody, uh, you, maybe you, you won't believe this, there's a lot of angry bitches on Twitter, <laughs> And uh, it's weird how when you just ask questions, people can just go into rage mode. Like, and I'm like, what? What is happening? Why? But anyway, it's not, it's not where I'm going. Uh, I, I generally, I believe everybody, for the most part, I am a relatively um, decent person. <laughs> I try not to be a cunt. You guys know the slogan. Trying to not be a cunt. If everybody can be less of a cunt, that would be great. <laughs> so, uh, I do weird things every now and then to help out people, right? And there was this time when I was working at the comedy club in Grand Rapids, Dr. Grin's which is now open again, apparently as a new manager. Uh, the, the old manager I know got a job, and then the guy who was the assistant manager, like pre-COVID, he was kind of running things, but apparently he's not running the show now. But but anyway, sidebar. So I was, at, I was doing the show. We did the show. The show's over. I'm walking back to my car. And, uh, yeah, so it's late at night. It's... 12 31 o'clock you know relatively late for most people and uh I'm, I'm going back i had a really nice spot in a garage everybody it was a heated garage it was fucking phenomenal i didn't pay for it either god it was the greatest but the i'm walking back and i see this guy and he is um hammered out of his fucking mind like I can't uh, I can't believe that this guy is actually kind of like coherent and uh, actually able to stand up 
And he's asking, he, but he comes up to me, and I'm figuring, oh, this dude's going to ask me for money or whatever. And I'm not going to lie, I, I don't give people money. If they want food or something, maybe I'd buy them some food, but I'm not, I'm not going to give them fucking money. Just not. Like, I know, like, hey, you know, well, you know, there's the hack joke of like, oh, you would just use the money uh, to buy booze. Why can't you give it to the fucking homeless guy to buy booze? I'm like, well, that might be true. Uh, but I'll say I'm not a fucking alcoholic and, and booze hasn't necessarily destroyed my life. There, so there is a difference. But this guy's hammered out of his mind and he just like, he all he did, he asked me for a ride. And this was like pre-Uber, you know, pre-Lyft. Like there was none of that shit. And it's too late. Grand Rapids, we don't necessarily have buses that, you know, uh, go 24-7. So it's too late for his bus, apparently. So he's asking me for a ride. I'm like, all right, man, where do you live? I'll give you a ride. I don't want you to get fucking uh, beat up or whatever. I'll, I'll do what you need to do, man. Let's do it. This motherfucker lived out in Kentwood. <laughs> fucking which uh for those who who don't know the area it's a good 20 plus minute drive 25 half hour maybe drive and uh i'm like all right i said i'd do it let's fucking do it so we're doing it and this dude the dude did the total like drunk thing he's just talking rambling talking about his dad and his family and god and all sorts of shit and so, I mean, what do you do? You just listen. You just take it. You, you, you're taking fucking blow after verbal blow, right? You just, because what's the point? You can try to talk to a drunk, but doing comedy as long as I did, I realized that just t talking to drunks is like talking to a brick wall. So you just kind of let it fucking go. So this guy's talking to me. He's talking to me. He's talking to me. And uh, he was able to give me a right fucking address. We fucking got there. We got to his house. He was all grateful. And then when he got out of the car, he turned to me and he said, whatever the fuck he said to me, I cannot remember. But I asked him, I said, hey, man, you were the one doing all this talk about God and doing the right thing and your parents and all that shit. I'm like going, is getting hammered beyond comprehension the, the what you want to do with your life? Now, this guy... If I had to bet money was older than me. So it wasn't like he was a kid. I'm sure he was in his 50s at least. <laughs> and I think that was part of the reason why I fucking felt like it should probably help this guy out. But I, I, I was like, all right, all right, okay. He was like, okay. <laughs> and so uh, there we go. So that was one instance. And, you know, it went okay. Jamie was always fearful that the shit would go sideways. And it never did, thankfully. It never went sideways. I, I guess maybe because I'm a bigger dude, too. I, I just don't think that it will it will go sideways. But the second time, I was at uh, Grand Coney, that, the Coney dog place that I really like a whole lot. That, unfortunately, because of my no mammal diet i can't eat hot dogs there anymore i don't think they fucking serve turkey dogs or chicken dogs 
But uh, I get there, and I think I was meeting Jamie there. It was like late at night, and I'm pretty sure I was meeting Jamie. But I go in, and I'm walking into the restaurant. It's a 24-7 diner, which I fucking love. And I go to walk in, and this dude is just standing there. He's got like a fucking duffel bag with him or whatever. And he's like, hey, man. Can I get a ride? And I'm like, Jamie wasn't there yet. I don't know why we weren't together, but she wasn't there. She was meeting me there. And I'm like, okay. (laughs) I don't know why, everybody. The moment struck me. You know how sometimes the moment just strikes you? The moment struck me. And I'm like, okay. All right. Let's, uh, Let's do this. So... He's like, all right, and he he, he has his back, and this guy clearly, ah, uh, he smells of homelessness. <laughs> he smells like he's been outside all day. He smells fucking like booze, right? And this this guy is an older gentleman too. And I'm like, all right, man, yeah, I'll get you where you need to go. Where do you need to go? And I'm assuming he's think like he's gonna ask me to take him to like a homeless shelter, but he's like, ah, oh, no, man, it's just kind of like around the corner. It was like a mile away. <laughs> he used me as an Uber. He did. And so I'm like, all right, we get in the car. He's got his bag with him, and we drive. And it's legitimately, it was like a, a not even a five minute ride to where I was taking him. And I did take him to like a house in a neighborhood. Which shocked me, because again, I would have assumed this dude was homeless. Because there's a weird, there's a train tracks kind of behind Grand Coney. And um, for whatever reason, as stereotypical as it sounds, a lot of homeless people seem to hang out by the railroad tracks. And I don't know why. Are they like fucking hopping on the train? Is that still a thing? I don't know. Maybe because they know nobody's down there either. Nobody's going to fuck with them, I guess, maybe. But I gave that guy a ride. And by the time I got back, Jamie was back, and she's like, where the fuck were you? I mean, she didn't say, where the fuck were you? Jamie doesn't swear. And if she was here now, she would yell at me for indicating that she swears. <laughs> where were you? I was like, oh, I drove a dude to his house. What? <laughs> I'm like, well, I don't know. You just asked me, and I'm like, I did it. This is weird. I feel like if you can be helpful to people, you should. There was a time that was a long, long time ago. This was back in like 99, 99, maybe 98, when I was uh, working for Berkshire Farms Foster Care Agency back in Buffalo. We had a, a very large territory. The foster homes that we were in charge of were fucking over like, I don't know, four, four county area or whatever. And it seemed like maybe because I was the new guy on the totem pole, I was getting the people who live way out in the fucking boonies. And it got to the point where we had company cars and people were using the company cars. So I ended up having to drive my own car, but I could claim mileage. Like they would pay me, work would pay me for the miles. And when they re- I was getting like $1,000 a month. <laughs> so they were like, Stu gets the car. <laughs> so I got the car and I forget why, but I was with like one of my supervisors w- way down in the middle of nowhere. And it was fucking snowing like a motherfucker. The south towns of western New York get a shit ton of snow. 
and we were driving and this guy was on the side of the road and he was fucking hitching a ride and it was snowing out like I said like a motherfucker which uh, I don't know if you guys know that is an actual meteorology term snowing like a motherfucker look it up I think Ginger Z has used it on a good morning America I'm pretty sure but I'm looking at my supervisor and she's looking at me. I'm like, we got to fucking pick this dude up. It's awful out here. And this dude was a mountain of a man. Like if anyone was going to hurt me, it would have been this motherfucker. Because he was bigger than the car. I don't know how he got in. He was a fucking mountain man. And uh, so we get, he got in and he was like, oh yeah, da 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 da. And uh, like his car had eaten shit and it, he had like his three huskies in the truck or whatever with him, and they were all in the cab. And he was just trying—I don't know if he was trying to get gas or something or what. And I'm like, "All right, man." And he—he he just wanted a ride to the gas station, which wasn't that far. So we're like, "All right, man, here you go." And he got out, and that was it. And you just try to help people. You try to fucking help people when you can. Just weird. Do you do it that way? I don't know. If you were uh, a woman, I'd say probably not. You got to eyeball these people. And like I've always said, you don't want to do things if you don't think you can take these fucks. Now, I don't think I could have taken that that mountain man, but I could have taken the other guy. So the one guy was too goddamn drunk and the other guy was fucking also drunk. <laughs> so what are you learning today? You're learning that Stu thinks he can take out drunk people. <laughs> That's true. That is true, everybody. I feel like I can take most drunk people. But, uh, but hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. How was your day? Now, first I got to go, hey, it's your, boy, it's your boy, Stu McAllister. There we go. I forgot. Sometimes I get out of order. It's your boy, Stu McAllister. With me, as always, are the dogs. I got Wean Dog on top of the couch, Say Dog on the chair. Uh, I think I saw Cow Cat just go upstairs. I don't know where Larry Cat is, but they're all inside. But now, here we go. How was your day, everybody? How was your day? Hopefully it was a good day. Hopefully it was, everybody. Hopefully it was a good day because today is a Thursday, October 20th, 2020. Dose. Getting close, everybody. Getting close, motherfuckers. Getting close. Um, today, today I had to go to Flint. I did the Flint route. And uh, people... Ask me all the time, Stu, Stu, is Flint as scary as uh, they make it out to be? I'm like, yeah, <laughs> yes, it is. I take pictures of all these fucking dilapidated buildings and burned out buildings and graffiti buildings and overrun buildings, and I, and I send them to my friends, and I'm like, yeah, this is Flint. It's awful. It's awful. It, you know. You know, whole water shit and everything. You're just like, yeah, does it surprise anybody? No, fuck no. There are good spots to Flint as well. I'm not going to shit on it completely, but would I ever decide to move to Flint? I'd have to get a job that paid like six figures. I just No, there's no fucking way. No way. So I'm going about doing my business. My business. Get shit taken care of. My boss is like, you got to go to Midland, <laughs> which is just a podunk town, but there is a uh, 
an orthodontist. For whatever reason, we have two. For those who don't know, I deliver Dippin' Dot ice cream. I always forget to tell people that. In case I ever have new listeners. I can't imagine anyone new listening to this garbage. Stu, what's your podcast about? It's garbage. <laughs> so, uh, I had to go to Midland to this orthodontist place. Because they, uh, they apparently they give out Dippin' Dot ice cream to their patients. Is that weird? Doesn't that seem kind of uh, uh, contradictory? Like, I'm going to the fucking dentist, and now they're going to give me fucking um, Dippin' Dot ice cream? This is weird. But whatever. They're customers. You do what you do. You do what you do. So it was a long-ass day, everybody. It was a long-ass day, but it was a good day. Good day, good day, good day. Good day. It was a good day. Good day. Oh, over the last couple of days, though, I've had. Uh, we're gonna get back to homeless people. I've had some weird encounters with some homeless people. On Monday night, I did a. Uh, I did a show. Over at Fulton Street Pubs, it wasn't stand up. It was part of a game show. I was a panelist. They did a uh, a remake of the the game show Match Game. It was a lot of fun. So we got out later. We got out at like 11 o'clock, whatever, and I'm driving home. A lot of construction still happening in Grand Rapids, so I kind of got off route a little bit. And uh, I get off at this one section. Um, I'm at Wealthy and Division. And if you guys know the city of Grand Rapids at all, that is not a fucking, despite the name of the street being called Wealthy, it is uh, anything but. <laughs> and uh, so there's this gas station there that's just always seemingly been a problem with uh, drugs and shootings and shit like that. And there's a guy at the corner, and he's kind of like trying to wave down people, right? And the the person in front of me completely ignored him. <laughs> and I'm like, going, oh, fuck. And in my brain, I'm like going, is, is, does this guy need a ride? I shit you not, everybody. I shit you not. I'm like going, this guy needs a ride. But nope, I'm wrong. He doesn't need a ride. He asks for money. I roll down the window. I was like, yep. And he's like, oh, hey, man, you got any spare change? I just need to get something to eat. And I don't know about you, everybody. I don't, I don't have an ashtray jar anymore in my car. I don't have any place where I keep change. I don't keep cash on me. And I was like, sorry, man, I don't. And he's like, you just don't have any change. I was like, no, sorry. And he gave me a stare. That if it was a fucking gun, I would have been dead. He killed, he murdered me with his eyeballs, everybody. It was very weird. I'm like, hey, man, this is a weird sales pitch you got going on here. Because odds are pretty good that I'll come back this way again and you're going to look at me like that and fucking ask me for money? Fuck you and your mom, you motherfucker. I actually was a little surprised that he didn't, like, fucking kick my car. Like, he had that kind of, it was, like, instantaneous anger of, like, hey, man, can you give me some money? Sorry, I don't have any. Fuck you! I'll kill you, you motherfucker! <laughs> I'll steal your 2009 Ford Focus that's rusting. <laughs> oh, damn! So that was weird. Uh, but then on the other side of town, on the northwest side of town, there's this guy over on fucking Lane Avenue. I don't know what it is, Lane and something. He uh, he stands there by the road. He's there all the time, and he's just got signs. He's like this fucking Gandalf-type character. He usually has a dog with him. And he's got these cardboard signs. And the other day he had a cardboard sign up on like a stand 
So it's kind of like, you know, you're on the highway and you see like these billboards. You see one billboard and then the next billboard and then the third billboard, that kind of thing. Like, up ahead, 500 yards, farmer's market. You know, dumb shit like that. And you're like, ah, fuck, farmer's market. Fuck that. So he kind of did it with his shit. But it was like... On the thing, this guy, I'm assuming this dude's homeless because I don't know why else he's out there on the fucking corner. But on the sign, the first sign, it had this dude's Venmo and Cash App account. I was like, what? And then the second sign said, if you enjoy my jokes, send me some money. (laughs) What? And then he was holding a sign. And he had a couple of them because he was switching out signs that had like dumb dad one-liners on them. And the one that I saw said, what's the largest mouse? And I want you to think about it. Everybody think about it. What's the largest mouse? And then the joke is, the punchline is a hippopotamus. I didn't send him any money to his Venmo. (laughs) Like, what? Homeless guys have Venmos? How does this happen? <laughs> I found it really weird. But one guy, angry as fuck, and this other guy being an entrepreneur. I'm like going, if you have a Venmo, your life's, you're probably doing okay. You got probably like a cell phone of some kind. Although I wonder too then, like, okay, you're homeless and you have a Venmo and people are giving you money on the Venmo. Like, how do you... How do you cash that out? Like, do you, do you pay? Like, I don't think I've ever heard of a store accepting Venmo or PayPal of you guys. I mean, maybe that's a thing now. Like, I know some stores will accept Google Pay or Apple Pay or some of that shit. But do they take PayPal or Venmo or Cash App or any of that shit? I'm just curious. Or so do you just have to go, go, go up to a guy and pay a dude and have him give you cash? I don't know. I like the fact that he at least was putting a spin on it. Putting a spin on his begging. I mean, so he's, he's doing one of those things of like, oh, you got any cash? You don't? Well, I got a Venmo. Venmo me something, motherfucker. Good for you. Good for you. Good for you. Oh, man, I'm pretty tired. I got to get up early tomorrow. I got to get up at like 4 in the morning. I got to drive up to goddamn Petoskey, Michigan. It's like three hours away. God damn it. And then I might have to go up to the fucking UP. Shit in a bucket. Uh, I know the majority of you are going to hear this either too late or you live out of the area, but there is a show tomorrow uh, that's called like the secret show, the don't tell show, the no show. I don't fucking know. Uh, I have something to do with it tomorrow. So if you know anything about this show in Grand Rapids, the no-show hotel, motel, fucking comedy show, I'll be there doing something. I don't know if there's any tickets left. I don't know nothing about nothing. (laughs) But I'm just letting you know in case you want to go to the show that I have zero information on. <laughs> I don't even know where I'm supposed to go myself. 
So don't get at me about it. All right, what's going on in the world? What's going on? I saw this. <laughs> and I immediately be like, oh, fucking Christ. There's a family of four missing. Uh, they live up in New Wago. It's a family. The Sigriano? Sig... Sirigliano, Sirigliano family. Dad Tony, Mom Suzette, oldest son Brandon, youngest son Noah. They're all missing. They've been missing since Sunday. And apparently their cell phones are turned off. Apparently they were responsible for a family member who requires full-time care. Apparently, they left their pets behind. They're gone. I'm assuming the, the family member is probably like a grandparent of some kind. Dad apparently was exhibiting paranoid behaviors on Sunday. He's five foot six, 180 pounds. He's a shorty short. Mom is 5'9", taller than him, 120 pounds. And clearly... She's got bleach blonde hair, and I'm looking at her, and I'm like going, all right, what's your real hair color? And the two boys, the two boys are 5'8", uh, 5'6", five, five, and apparently the two boys have autism. These fellas are on the fucking spectrum. And in my brain, I just immediately go to... Yeah, dad killed these people. He fucking killed his wife. He killed these two kids. And then uh, with any bit of luck, he killed himself. With any bit of luck. He's paranoid. What do you think this dude is paranoid about? They live up in fucking middle of nowhere. They live up... I'm going to assume... Call me crazy, because he's in Fremont in Nuega County. I'm going to assume he's a fucking Trumper. I'm assuming he's fucking uh, worried about people coming to take his guns. They're going to fucking take his job. All them damn immigrants are coming to fucking get me. Fuck, I got to protect what's mine. I got to protect my wife and my two uh, autistic kids. And I'm going to protect them by fucking murdering them in the woods. There's a lot of woods up there. I'm going to murder them in the woods. And then I'll shoot myself in the face. My name is Tony Sigriliano. Or whatever his fucking name is. But whenever I hear about these things, it, it doesn't end well, right? Do you ever hear about one? Oh my God, they've been missing for two weeks. And then they're like, oh yeah, no, they're fine. <laughs> oh yeah, no. Oh, it's all good. I mean, every once in a while, okay, I can't lie. Every once in a while you hear about that shit. And they'll just be like, oh yeah, they found them. But then you're, they don't tell you the rest of the story. They don't tell you, like, where the fuck were they? You motherfuckers are teasing me and taunting me with, like, oh, my God, they've been gone forever, and there's suspicion of this and that, whatever. Holy shit. Oh, yeah, no, they're back. They're fine. We need, we need to find them. Oh, my God. Someone's at the door. Hold on, everybody. Hold on.
here. Did you break my goal? Oh my god. Holy fuck. Uh, it was the goddamn postman. The postman had a package for me. So my fucking dogs are going ape shit. Go, why? Why are you going ape shit, you fucking dogs? Oh. <laughs> they knocked my computer over? You lunatics? People can come to my house. You fucking weirdos. So, no, why? They're, he's gone. Fuck. Jesus. Wean Dog is the worst. Anyone want Wean Dog? I swear to God. Wean Dog, I'm going to give you away for free. What do you think of that, Wean? She just wags her tail. I said her name, so she wags her tail. Wean. <laughs> Fucking dummy dog. So, no. So, have you heard... Have you heard of any good things that have come from someone being missing? No. So I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna try to fucking stay in touch with this one. This the dad looks like a fucking gump. It's un all unfortunate. It's all unfortunate. If you guys know anything, they want you to call the cops. What is the number here? Uh, if you know anything, call uh, the Fremont Police at two three one nine two four two four zero zero. They're driving a 2005 Toyota Sienna. Holy shit. They're driving a car older than mine. I didn't realize they had cars on the road that were older than mine. Fuck. All right. Speaking of weird shits, and someone just fucking randomly knocked on my door and scared the fuck out of my dogs. This, uh, this was happening down in Florida. There was a... Uh, a man who is coming along, a uh, very well-dressed gentleman. He, he's got a suit on, uh, tie, suit pants, dress shirt. Very, very well-dressed individual. But uh, he's going around uh, ringing the doorbell. Well, you know, it's not unheard of. Uh, people, why, why? No one, nothing's happening. Stop. Ween, stop. I'm podcasting here. Fuck. <laughs> All the new listeners are like, is it always like this? Yeah. Yes. Yes, it is. No editing. <laughs> no production value. Stupid dogs barking. Fuck. But, uh, you know, normally people will come ring your doorbell, knock on your door, whatever. It just happens. They want to talk to you about, hey, vote for this person, vote for that person. Speaking of which, uh, sidebar, uh, I got my absentee ballot today. Uh, I will for, I will sell my vote <laughs> for 50 bucks. <laughs> so if you know anyone who wants my vote, <laughs> tell them 50 bucks. Now, if this is against the law, uh, I'm joking. <laughs> uh, but this guy's knocking on doors, not asking who you're voting for, or uh, fucking uh, no abortions or pro-abortions, whatever. He's doing it at a really odd time. He's doing it at 5.30 in the morning. What? 
why the fuck is anyone uh, knocking on my door at 5.30 in the morning? I would just be like, I will murder you, motherfucker. I will murder you. But um, most people have these ring doorbells nowadays. And so they caught this dude knocking on the door at 5.30 in the morning. I mean, that's odd enough, right? But what made it even odder, not not like a fucking uh, sea mammal. <laughs> what made it even odder, weirder, is that this fucker had a goddamn machete. <laughs> so he's all dressed up like he's going for an interview. He's knocking on your door at 5.30 in the morning. And he's knocking on the door with the handle of the machete. Like, what the fuck? Apparently he was knocking on several people's doors. People are like, he didn't seem like someone lost or confused. He seemed very intentional, very businesslike. Like he was dressed for business, just with a machete. <laughs> Police down in Florida, where is this? Uh, Lauder Hill? Lauder Hill in Broward County? Hmm. I don't know if that's a good place or a bad place or what. Police have stepped up patrols in the neighborhood as a result of the incidents because he did it more than once and have asked neighbors to check their cameras in an effort to identify the unwelcome visitor. I just hope somebody knows who this person is. The way we have peace, that way we have peace of mind uh, of what happens or we don't want the person coming again, right? Said the owner of one of the homes. It's just very, it's weird. It's weird. Why would a guy do that? Like what was his intention? You, you assume that there's malintention, right? Like, why are you carrying a machete? Who carries a machete? Like, I'm just assuming you're a fucking psychopath serial killer if you got a machete in your hand. There's nothing good that comes from a machete unless you're in, like, a fucking sugarcane field or something, right? Like, what else do you use a machete for? You use it for cutting down sugarcane and murdering people. There's no in-between. You don't use it as a door knocker. You use it to fucking take someone's head off. And then go get some sugar. <laughs> so fucking weird. Have you guys ever had any like weird encounters from people knocking on your door? I'm just trying to think offhand. I don't think I ever really have. I've never really had anyone. Not, nothing that's standing out right now. I'll have to think about it. But Crazy. Uh, no, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. Don't want to do that. Uh, can anyone explain to me? I, I hear all this stuff about uh, the politics in um, in uh, Britain. Like the prime minister resigned. She's only been in office 45 days. Now, this is a country that still has fucking royalty. So I'm like, I don't know what the fuck's going on with you people. But Liz Trust is the uh, shortest-serving leader in British political history. She's been uh, on the job less than two months. I don't understand. Like, how does it happen? Like, how did her party vote her out? Like, I just don't understand at all. Like, we've never had that here in America, right? Like, when someone's a president, they're fucking a president. And then you got, like, four years, unless they do some dumb shit like Nixon did. So, I... If anyone can explain it to me, because I've never really gotten like a good uh, explanation of it all. And I, I don't necessarily care, but sometimes I feel like, hey, do we got to go over there and liberate you people from your dumb, stupid government? 
Shall we free you? Maybe we should. But then maybe we shouldn't because we got our own dumb shit happening here. I'm going to end on this story. Jesus, this story is it's disturbing. Because uh, this is happening down in the great state of Texas. You know, I go from Florida to Texas. If I'm not talking about one state, it's got to be the other state. They're the only states where weird fucking shit happens in. But um, the the Texas public schools are sending home kits with kids to their family uh, for DNA samples and fingerprinting in case of emergency. In case there's an emergency at the school, we need to have a DNA kit and a fingerprint. Why don't you just go, hey, in case we have another fucking shooting. Because have you guys ever heard of, ever, uh, of like there was a, a mass... Uh, people lost their lives in a fire at a school. Like, I honestly can't tell you that when that's happened. But I can probably tell you when there was the last school shooting. You don't need a fucking DNA kit if you got your shit fucking handled right. The Houston Independent School District, the largest in Texas, is distributing kits this week. The news comes months after 19 fourth graders and two teachers died in a May 24th attack on a school in Uvalde, the second deadliest mass shooting in U.S. history. Many of the victims were not easily identifiable due to the extent of their injuries. Oh, that's awful. That's just awful. A number of parents are apprehensive about the kits and the message they send to Texas families. Yeah, I would be too. I mean, I guess I'd be like, well, I guess we're filling this out. But, uh, yeah. Wouldn't you think, though, like, this is just me. I've, I've been fingerprinted several times uh, for job purposes. You know, I've had, like, security issue shit, so i got to get fingerprinted, whatever. It, uh, there's kind of, like, an exact skill to it. Because um, if you do it wrong, they don't get a good imprint of it. And so they're like, oh, fuck, we got to do this again. So you're asking parents to do something that people have been trained in, and they even get it wrong. You're asking them to do it. Some families say they're uncomfortable with giving out their child's DNA due to privacy concerns. Thankfully, parents are not mandated to use the kits. That's just crazy. I mean, how would you feel? Like, I don't know. Like, I know I got one listener from Texas. How would you feel if the school was like, hey, fill this shit out? I'd be like, oh my God, why aren't you guys doing something instead to protect the kids? Like, security, uh, mental health awareness, a little bit of more gun control. And I know everybody loses their shit when you say gun control, but I'm like, come on, let's be, let's be serious. Let's be real. Let's be real. They're not killing you with machetes. <laughs> They're not knocking on your door at 5.30 in the morning and killing you with a machete. <laughs> they're coming to your school and shooting you with a fucking big gun. That's what they're doing. Just weird. It's weird how they just kind of like, they ignore the problem and they just kind of see this as a solution. Like, it's not a solution. So. I thought I was hearing some shit, everybody. Oh, I think I just hear the dog fucking snoring. Uh, All right, everybody, that's it. This one's a little shorter, but I'm tired as fuck and I got to go to bed pretty soon because I'm old and I got to get up early. But uh, you guys were great. Thanks for listening to this shit. 
If you guys can do me a solid, like the Facebook page, like the Twitter page, that would be awesome. If you guys could also um, rate, review, subscribe to the podcast, I'd appreciate it. I know I don't do it, so if you don't do it, I'm cool with it. Trust me, everybody. Trust me. I feel like I need to say it, but trust me, if you don't do it, cool. If you guys like this podcast for whatever reason, maybe you'll like the Patreon. Just five bucks a month. Stu, what is the Patreon? It's just this, just more. My Patreon pretty much every day of the week. So if you like this podcast and you want more of it, five bucks a month. So it's not even fucking, I don't know, what does that come out to? Fucking a penny a day or some shit? I don't know, math. Fuck, fuck math. Uh, and then if you can do these four things, longtime listeners know what they are, but if you could go to Bear Boards and Tables over on Instagram, Mark's got a store uh, on Macari as well, too. He makes a lot of things with wood, keychains, cutting boards, knickknacks, paddy wax, all sorts of cool stuff. He's got a lot of stuff for sale. Uh, but if you don't see something you'd like, let him know what you want, and he can probably do it for you. So go check him out, Bear Boards and Tables over on Instagram. And stay there, stay on Instagram, and go check out Matt Harper Art. Matt Harper's got an Instagram page and a TikTok where he sells all his artware. He's got a store over on Etsy, Barefoot Gnome, singular, Barefoot Gnome. So go check out his stuff as well, too. And uh, I do know that he takes uh, some special order stuff. So if you want him to make something for you, he can probably do it as well, too. The worst he does is tell you to go fuck yourself. I don't think he will. But uh, go check him out, Matt Harper Art. That's Matt with two T's. The extra T is for titties. Big old titties. Uh, And then we got the Sunday Slaw. That's Adam and Stephanie House, a married couple who eats way too much fucking coleslaw. So on Sundays, they do videos of themselves eating the coleslaw, and they give you the yay or the nay. They go to a lot of different places to get some. So go check them out. That'd be great. And then last but not least, my boy John Midgley. My boy. My boy. John Midgley, he's got a page on Facebook for his magic stuff. He's a great magician, great artist, a great social worker. Check him out, Magic JDM. So once again, Bear Boards and Tables on Instagram and Macari. Matt Harper Art on Instagram and TikTok. And he's got a store on Etsy, Barefoot Gnome. And then uh, Sunday Slaw and Magic JDM on Facebook. So that's it, everybody. I am done. I will be back tomorrow for Patreon. Otherwise, I will see you guys on Monday for uh, another freebie. You guys are great. Love you. Thanks for listening. We'll see you later. Goodbye.